Have you ever had a missed opportunity? Time when you realized after it was already too late that you had blown it. Uh, sometimes it happens to all of us, and we, do, we know there's one thing that we're supposed to do, or that we're supposed to enjoy something, and we failed to do it. Sometimes it's because we just forget, you know. When I grew up on a farm uh, up in Bruce County, very nice, beautiful place, we had uh, a hill outside of our house, and down at the bottom of the hill there was this garden, beautiful vegetable garden in the summer. And my mom used to say, Adam, go get me something from the garden. So I remember one time she was like, Adam, can you go get me some lettuce? And uh, she gave me some scissors to cut the lettuce with. And I went down the hill, and somehow I completely forgot what I was there for and came back upstairs, up, up, the, up the hill, and went in. My mom said, where's the lettuce? You know, the one thing I was supposed to do, I completely forgot to do it. Right? I guess maybe I was a little bit of an airheaded kid when I was a little kid. There's some people here like, like that, I know some of the youth. But um, sometimes it's more serious when we mess up and we miss our opportunity. I remember once when I was a candidate to enter my congregation of the Legionaries of Christ, we had a, a, a couple months long candidacy program, which was kind of like our little trial period. And there was one occasion where we were having dinner together, we were having a lot of fun and joking, and uh, I forget what the occasion was, but for some reason they were asking people to give a speech. And I was acclaimed by the rest of the candidates to get up and give a speech. And I got up, and I made some stupid joke, and everybody laughed. They all thought it was really funny. And then I sat down again, and the director of the candidacy was just sitting there smiling at me, you know? And I could see in his face that he knew that I thought it was funny, and everybody else did too, but he knew that I was capable of something so much deeper and more serious than that. I had the opportunity to get up and say something meaningful to all of my brother candidates, and, uh, and I blew it. I missed it. And I could see that in his gaze. I had this terrible feeling. I was like, I'm never going to miss an opportunity when I get up to speak in front of people, to say something deep and meaningful. That happens to us many times. I mention this because tonight in the gospel, Jesus is doing what he came to do. When he gets up and washes his disciples' feet. The gospel says he knew that his hour had come. Jesus is fully aware, this is what I've come for. And he's not going to blow it. He's not going to miss that one opportunity. Now, you're probably, some of you who are from this parish are probably wondering who are all these crazy young people here. We came last year for Holy Week as well. Uh, it's a group of youth called Mission Youth. And they're here for the next three days to do missions in Kitchener, and, and some of the young adults are going to do missions over in Cambridge. Um, when you're out on mission, you have so many of those golden opportunities put right before you. Opportunities like that where you could do something serious or say something serious, and if you're, if you're distracted or you don't care or you're thinking about something else, you could actually blow it and miss your opportunity. We'll have so many chances where you could say something encouraging to someone to a homeless person, to someone who's far from the faith, you could say something that brings them back to God, that shows them his love, and you don't want to blow it. Jesus knew that his hour had come. He knew that this is what he was here for. The Father had sent him. Kind of like, kind of like me when I was a little kid, you know? Jesus, go get the lettuce. Go get the souls. Go get those people who are lost in sin. 
They need you to save them. And this is the day that Jesus fulfilled what he was here for. This is the day that Jesus fulfilled his mission. When you're in the business of saving the world, there is no time for getting distracted. Reminds me of this series of books that I'm reading, which I think young people will relate to, Percy Jackson. Um, there's this uh, scene in the, in the first book of Percy Jackson where him and his two friends are they're traveling across America so that they can save the world because all of the, the ancient Greek gods are going to get into a war and destroy Western civilization. Okay, that's the summary of the whole book. And on their way, they, they, they get to, uh, I think it's, I think it's they, they get to this casino, right? And it's called the Lotus Casino. That's what it's called, the Lotus Casino. So they go into the Lotus Casino and they find that it's really fun. It's just a really cool place. And uh, they start eating the special food that makes them feel really good. And uh, they kind of forget about time while they're in there. They, they lose track of how much time is passing. And they don't even realize that they're trapped inside this kind of a time trap until Percy meets this one guy who still thinks that it's 1971. <laughs> you know, he, like, he realizes that this guy think, really believes that it's still the 70s. And then he's like, oh my gosh, how long have we been in here for? And they realize that what felt like an hour had actually been a few days. And that as soon as they finally, they finally escape and they finally get out, they've almost missed their chance to save the world because they, they got trapped and, and lost three days inside this Lotus Casino. For us Christians, for missionaries, the same thing applies. There is no time for a Lotus Casino in our lives. We have something serious to do. We have a serious mission. We're not here to mess around. We're not here just to have fun or just to tell jokes, even though those things are all okay. Having fun is, of course, okay, right? Because the world needs to be saved. And for those of you who are on missions for these days, that's, take that to heart. We're here for something important, something valuable, something deep. Of course, it's okay to have fun, but it's not okay to just go through your whole life only trying to have fun. God has an important mission for you. You and I are here like Jesus, on a mission. We have something that he's put us here to do, and we don't want to blow it. We don't want to miss that opportunity. When I say that, a whole bunch of things flash through my mind, but think about the statistics about the world, about, about poverty, first of all. How many people live in poverty? Like, the stats are something like 83% of the world's population live in underdeveloped countries, and one billion people live in what is called extreme poverty. The poor people that we're going to meet here in Kitchener probably don't count as extreme poverty, even though they're suffering a lot. The world needs people who are going to love them, who are going to show them kindness. Think about something that's even worse, an even greater <clears throat> type of suffering, is the spiritual starvation of the world out there. People who have lost their faith, who have lost closeness to God, people who maybe since COVID have stopped going to church and have never been invited back. Some of us here are going to have the chance to invite people back to church on the streets, to give them a smile and a word of kindness. That's how important our mission is. Think about the Catholics who have been years without going to confession, without having the freedom of their sins being forgiven. The people who maybe don't go to confession because of some terrible experience they had, where a priest yelled at them or where they felt terrible in confession. And we might have the opportunity to show them that God does love them and that the church is still a safe place to be and that people here can be loving and kind. 
Of course, it's okay to have fun, but it's not okay to forget why we're here, to forget what our purpose is. We've got to be like Jesus. I have come for this. This is my hour. This is the reason that I've come into the world. So let's not forget why we're here this Holy Week and, and why we're here on this earth. When it applies to like right now, to today, I think we can look forward to the end of our day and say, how am I going to feel at the end of this day if I blew it? If I look back on my day and I think, oh man, I had a whole bunch of opportunities to do good for others, to say a kind word, to put God at the center of my life. And instead, I spent the whole day just being superficial or just forgetting about him totally. And then the same thing applies to our life. Look forward to the end of your life. What are you going to say when you look back? That I missed the opportunities to do God's will, to love him, to serve him, to do good for others, to love others? And I know maybe that makes us feel a little bit bad because a lot of us have wasted a lot of time so far in our lives. But here's the good news. The rest of your life is still ahead of you. The rest of your life is still tomorrow and the next day and the next day. We don't know how long we have, but we do have a future. You have the opportunity to change that habit of making mistakes or missing opportunities. You have the opportunity now to choose to be proactive. I am going to do this. And maybe for some of you, that means like saying, okay, from now on, I'm going to put my whole heart into everything that I do and try to please God in everything that I do. Maybe for some of you, that's totally overwhelming. And the best thing you can do is say, today I'm going to do one good thing for somebody. Today I'm going to do an act of kindness for somebody. Today I'm going to, I'm going to put my whole heart into my prayers. Today I'm going to speak a word about God to someone on the street that I meet during my mission. This is, this is a great gift that God's given us. Let's just look for a moment at what was the intentional, deliberate thing that Jesus did. He took a towel and a basin of water and started washing his disciples' feet. He wanted to serve them. He wanted to show them service, but not just by washing their feet. He wanted to show them service by dying for them on the cross and by dying for us on the cross. This is the thing that Jesus did so intentionally and so deliberately. Jesus also humbled himself. He humbled himself by being the servant in the upper room, by washing his disciples' feet, but he humbled himself even more by offering himself, becoming a sacrifice for our sins on the cross. And this is his example that we're supposed to follow. I'm here for a great mission, the mission of the world's salvation. When you're in the business of saving the world, there's no wasting your time. And Jesus gave up everything for his mission. I've got to be willing to give up everything for my mission. Jesus gave it all up because his heart is burning with love. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end.